All right, we are live again on another Sunday night. Um, with us tonight, we got Lonnie with us. We have Gene, we got Jody, we got John, we got Kevin, and we got our another special guest this evening, Joe, um, from the BR Guest Lizards. So, how's everybody doing? Good. Awesome. Good. Good. Groovy. <laughs> so, we'll give people a second here to jump on. So, a little chit chat about how our weeks went and talk with how next week's going talk with joe about his run disney history and let him impart some of his wisdom upon us tonight so how's everybody doing what's going on doing good i had my longest run since marathon weekend um yesterday actually saturday so that felt good i got in five miles felt really good um took it easy and the weather was perfect so it, it was great with all the various injuries i've had the last six months it, it was just really felt nice to get out and get in some decent miles. So I was happy. And I got through the other two runs earlier in the week without any pain or anything. So everything's coming up crawl this week. I did five miles. Oh, coming yeah. up crawl. <laughs> I did five miles. The, is that the new hashtag coming up crawl? Yeah. <laughs> it's like breaking bad, but this one just has a nice little catchy thing to it. You know? Right. What about you, Jody? You're you're on your little modified training plan for the winter or for fall. What's your? I am. I am. Coach assigned me ten eight hundred repeats on Saturday with a four hundred walk in in between. Um, I am. Oh, sorry. I am not a big track person, so I didn't love that as much as just going out for a long run. Um, but it was to really push my pace and see how what I could do. So that was kind of fun. Um, but the real good tracks were being used by the high schools for various things. So I had to go to the middle school track, which was just blacktop. So I, my hips are feeling a little tight today. So that was probably not great, but best that I could do. So. That, that really is a bummer when the school tracks start getting used for football practices and everything else again this point in the year. Yeah, well, I mean, my kid's a cross-country runner, so I, I can't say much about it because she's one of them on the track. But yeah. they, they were not. It was, it was um, I think it was football. I don't know. There's so many fall, fall sports are just crazy. And then I feel like spring sports are not nearly as much, but there's a lot of stuff going on in fall sports. So. Yep. But it was good. It was, a, it was a good week. And it felt cool. So I was so happy because it wasn't a million degrees, 900 degrees dew point. So that was awesome. Speaking of hot weather and everything, how's the South with Lonnie and Jean? Well, you know, for me, this week went pretty well. Uh, did my three runs. Um, went a little longer today. The treadmill said five miles. My app said four and a half. So, you know, I'm just going to go to treadmill. I always go with the longest distance. That just makes me feel better. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's a mind thing. So, uh, yeah, the week went well. No issues, no pains. Uh, legs holding up, so, um, but it is hot. That's the thing; it's just hot. Even in the garage with like three fans on me, it's hot. So, yeah. that's funny. We had a cool front come through Louisiana. It's crazy. I mean, it's you know sixties and seventies this week. Wow, wow, not really. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Oh, um, you liar! I, I had two great midweek runs. I actually have not gotten my weekend run yet, and I've got a good reason. A couple of good reasons, actually. Um, this week, uh, my theme was hashtag treat yourself. And uh, <laughs> I had a massage on Tuesday. I went to the chiropractor on Thursday. 
and then we had this place open up um in you know not too far from us that it's uh it's these beds that you lay on it and you know like a massage chair that you sit in and how it's got the rollers in it it's these beds and for 20 bucks you lay on this bed and and it it massages you for for an hour for 54 minutes and so christy and i christy wanted me to go check it out so i went and booked us a room and so you know they you can there's double beds you know there's you know not you know what i'm saying there's two people can be in a room you know like spouses spices spouses. keep going and so we did that saturday it was great um and so i didn't get a run yesterday and today it was just hot but um but i'm gonna get that run in the morning i'll make it up it yeah. sounds like those old the, the hotels and those like old TV shows with the magic fingers, you know, yeah. where you put like the coins in it and you like push the coin thing and slide it out. Yeah, like, it wasn't. I see all the I see all the faces. <laughs> you guys, I, I don't know. Horror I don't know who raised y'all. I don't know what's up with y'all. This is all up and up. Um, it's very modern. It's got like infrared heat. It's got I said rollers, but that's what it feels like. And it you can choose different um, settings. You know, they come in and. You know, ask you what you want, and that you choose a different setting, and um, and it really, it was really good. Except, I think it bruised my wife like the bottom of her back, like her tailbone and stuff, because it was it was rolling so you know so hard. But anyway, it was uh, <laughs> John, John. I don't understand. What, <laughs> yeah, we'll understand. see in about two weeks. I'll send you guys a story about a raid at this place. <laughs> it's not that kind of place. It's not even anybody. Else Gene's walking out. And he's like, it's not that kind of place. Kind of place. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I can't control If myself. I'm on the other side of the chair, I'm making the same jokes, but I'm all aggravated with all of y'all. Right? Every single one of y'all. <laughs> all right, Kevin, let's see if you can bring this back. to uh, all right. <laughs> I'll try. So I had two good runs this week. It's still really hot here in Tennessee and um, it, it did the humidity did drop down a little bit so I was able to get a little more I've been running 30 30s but um, this this week I've started running a few more intervals before I do my walk just to try to get a little bit quicker a little bit you know a little bit faster that kind of thing um, on Friday my oldest ran a 5k with me that was his first ever 5k and I was pretty oh, proud that's of him awesome. He's he's nine now and he's he's doing pretty well, and then he wanted to go again today, so I couldn't say no. So we did four and a half today. Nice, so, wow. So we we actually went one more run than we should have, but I couldn't say no. <laughs> right. Well, good. I got my three in this week. Um, I walked on my Tuesday run, or my Tuesday run was a walk for me. Um, just want to get time out on the feet on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Tried to extend the intervals out a little bit. I was doing 90 30s for a while, then dropped them back to 45 30s for the second half of it. And then today we had a cold front kind of come through. So our temperatures were probably low 60s whenever I took off about eight o'clock this morning. So it was nice. It was cool. A little bit of a drizzle felt great. So my 45 30s for that um, actually turned into my best run I've had in quite a while. So that's great. Um, had about seven hours of walking on the golf course a couple of different days this week too. So that's just time on feet and it's good practice for park time and that's right. Just being used to standing out there the whole time. So, so yeah, this week was good for me. So um, I think we'll turn the floor over to Joe for a little bit and let him say about how his training went and kind of give some of his run Disney background and we'll have some questions for him and we'll kind of go from there. So. Sure. Um, well, as, as far as the last week, um, some people will know that I had a second inguinal hernia 
Uh, I had my first one in December of 2020 and had it repaired right away. And thankfully, well, not thankfully, but Marathon Weekend had been, was was long canceled by that point. Uh, it was the first week of December, and it took me a little bit of time to recover. I think I was they give permission to run after about three weeks. They want to check, and that's the the same with this. Um, so I had the, the, I, I I felt like I had one a couple weeks ago, and so I went and got diagnosed by my my general doctor. A week ago, Tuesday, he sent me to the uh, surgeon, who was the same one I had before. And the surgeon, uh, it was not as obvious as the first one, but the surgeon was like, oh, yeah, you've got a hernia. And he's like, he looked at his schedule and he's got, so I've got an appointment next Wednesday, which was this past Wednesday. So knowing that, and there are certain ways that, certain times where it's not hurting. And so what I try to do in dopey training, and I can talk about this anyways, is I always try to be ahead by the next long run. So I will maintain the same schedule of kind of that Galloway sets up where it's kind of a, a maintenance week um, where there's a shorter run, but then each every, every other week, the longer run gets progressively longer. I always try and be two weeks ahead. Um, and so with a seven mile run, that meant last Saturday, it was a nine mile run. So I didn't know if I would do it, but I got up. Um, I had been diagnosed like the day and a half before. And he's like, we're going to do surgery Wednesday. Felt okay. It was really, really hot. But the course that I begin with um, goes behind a, a number of houses that's just across the, the road from us. And it's, it's all under shade. And then there's kind of a loop around one side and then around the other side, there is a, a loop. There's a loop in, in around the park on one side and in the neighborhood in the other side. And so I went out with the intention of probably doing this, um, took it really, really, uh, was running, but really I think 30-30 or 45-30 or something like that. And um, I've never done this really before, I don't think, but I, I did one loop and I'm like, let me go again, let me go again, let me go again. And so because of the shade and trying to stay out of the radiant heat of the sun, I did the nine miles and I felt good and then, I'm trying to remember, I probably did, I think on Monday, I thought I probably should walk just to, or maybe by that time the hernia was hurting. So I, anyway, I had surgery on Wednesday. Second time I had it, the first time I was wiped out. And the next day mm -hmm. the doctor said, go out, you know, you should get out, walk, you know, as soon as you can. So the next day after the previous one, I went and walked around actually the same loop, but it was about a mile. And when I saw him three weeks later, he said, what did you do? And I said, Oh, I, you know, got up and I walked a mile. He's like, you walked a mile. And I'm like, well, you told me to do it. And he was like, well, this one, I felt much, much better. So I walked, it was really, really slow, but I walked, um, 5k it took me like an hour and 20 minutes, but you know, it felt okay. And so yesterday I did my normal training run um, no matter my, my kind of minimal training run, except when it's the back to back to back to backs where there is a 5k, uh, is always 10k. It's, it's always what I've done. So that's what I, I, I walked it yesterday. So I'm not allowed to run for the next couple of weeks, um, which is fine for me. I'm not the biggest fan of running. Um, but it also, one, one nice thing about this is getting older, I don't have any um, like repetitive stress injuries that are serious, but doing this, you know, you get a little bit worn and 
things like that. So I think having a couple weeks where I just am, you know, doing some serious walking, but not any sort of real pressure on my knees or my hips or anything like that is helpful. So um, whether I do 11 miles in two weeks or wait till I'm able to run again and do the 11 miles and kind of bump up that way, I don't quite know yet, but I'll figure that out. So, but yeah. yeah that, been, I'll say that's pretty, that's pretty impressive because I've actually had that same surgery Okay. Um, back in 2009. And when they go in and re repair that where it is, I mean, they're cutting your stomach muscles pretty good. And being able to get out and do what you've done, that's pretty impressive. I'll yeah. say um, that's a really good job. I, you know, just take it easy. And yeah. I know you, you've been through it before and you know how to recover. So, yeah. I wrote to this, I, I said this earlier. <clears throat> um, in, in, a, in, a, in a reply to a comment to, to something that a friend wrote. And I said, I, I was reminded of like when I first ran a half marathon. First time I ran that distance, I was wiped out when I came back in. I mean, and, and, and you know, I sat on the couch and, and slept and kind of. Now, I'm in pre-surgery. I'm not in as anywhere as near of good condition as I was when I did that. But now I can go out and I can run a half marathon. And honestly, there'll be times like later in the day and I'll be doing something. I'm like, did I run today? And it's like, oh, yeah, I ran a half marathon today. And so there's something curious that your brain does, I think, when you when you experience something multiple times. It just That's a good point. And it's the same with dopey. Um, you know, yeah. uh, there's a, a number of times I've done it and it's tiring and getting back to the hotel and things like that. But. I now can do my turnaround and, and it's like, you know, I was at the parks last year and talking to a friend and she's like, how are you doing? And I'm like, I feel fine. And I, I had to drive home from Florida to Tennessee the next day and I felt fine. So there's a weird, you know, you, you get the body ready um, through training, but there's, yeah, you're, you're doing it numerous times. It becomes kind of ordinary in a way. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's part of the, the mental aspect of doing the training, right? I mean, obviously the physical part, you've got to get your body ready, but the mental side of it, if you've done that distance, you know, you can do it and your brain will react accordingly. Right. So it yeah. kind of helps you get through it. Well, that's why, that's why, that, and that leads into why I do the kind of two weeks ahead. Mm -hmm. um, when I first ran the dopey or was, was training for the dopey challenge, there was part of me, I got to 20, I, I had the 20 miler on the, um, and it was a back-to-back. -back, so it was, I think, 8.5 and then 20. And part of me is like, if I'm running 20 miles, I'm going to run the other six. I run 10Ks all the, you know, and I don't run 20 miles before running the other six, but I'm like, let me see if I can do that. And I did. And then that kind of started a pattern. So every time I do this training, um, I do stop now at 20 miles, but rather than the kind of Thanksgiving kind of whatever it is, three and a half and eight and a half and, uh, um, you know, whatever, 10 and 23, I'm like, I'm just going to do a mock dopey. Just going to do the whole darn thing. I do it at the end of November. I do it in mid-December, which is when everybody's called upon to do it. And that way, when I get into January, standing there at the races, I'm like, I know I can do this because I just did it three weeks ago and I did it three weeks before that. And, and I, I've talked, you know, we have friends in, in the lizards who are great, great runners who are like, you know, and, and 
one who kind of started at the same time as I, she's like, and, and she runs amazingly fast and amazing. To, and she's like, I don't know why you do this. And I said, well, it's the same reason why you try to do, you know, why you trained for Boston. I, I don't have that in me, but I do kind of like the challenge. Um, I don't, I don't run races because I don't like, I'm basically a shut in. <laughs> so, um, and I, I like being able to step out of my door and being able to run. I like running with people. So I love the, the Disney runs and the, like flying pig and things like that. But there is a part of me that likes the challenge and kind of getting up to that point of like, you know, Thanksgiving week. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to run a mock dopey in November. And then I'm going to run it in December. And then I'm going to do it in January. And then I'm going to be done for the next 10 months there. You know, that's, that's the kind of challenge of my, myself that, that I enjoy. And um, so it is, it is partially to get ready. It is partially to kind of, you know, let me see what I can do. And, and um, yeah, that's about it. So Joe, how many dopeys have you done so far? Uh, my my first one was in 2017. So um, so basically, my history is um, there have been times in the past where I walked uphill on a treadmill to lose weight, and um, I did that the last well, not the last time, but I my wife and I got married in Washington D.C. in 2000. We moved to Pasadena, California, so I could get my uh, master's. In a, it's a theological, it's a master of divinity degree, but it's a theological degree. And I started to gain a little bit weight. And so I would do that. We moved to England and uh, it, when I graduated and a couple of years later, my daughter was born. Uh, she was born in 2005. And I don't know if it's linked. It might psychologically be linked to that. I looked at myself and I'm like, she's, you know, I was like, uh, I could tell I was 225 pounds, something around there, maybe a little bit less. I, my, my heaviest had been that way when I was in Pasadena, I was probably in the right under 220. And I'm like, ah, I've got to do something about this. So we had a treadmill. And so I was a stay at home father. So during nap times or kind of other times when my wife got home at work, I would walk up, I would get on the treadmill and I would walk uphill four miles at a 12% grade or a 15% grade, depending on the treadmill and how steep it was, four times a week. And I started that in 2005. I also know that for me, counting calories keeps me honest. I will not eat. I, I won't snack too much. My, my, my problem with weight is was not and is not that I eat a massive amount too much. I just eat a little bit too much. I eat like 100 calories a day too much. And over a month, that's a pound. And over a year, that's 12 pounds. And over five years, that's 60 pounds. So, but anyway, so I started doing that. I lost a lot of weight, dropped down into the 160s, 170s. And I kept doing this and I got faster and faster and faster. And I would do the same thing. I'd watch TV. I would go on the treadmill for, you know, on an incline, four miles, four times a week. I did that for eight years. <laughs> and then two things happened. One is that we decided to go to, we, I, I kind of um, got reintroduced to, to Disney we had, uh, I grew up going to Walt Disney World because we lived on the East Coast. I was an annual pass holder for a couple of years at Disneyland. And then when we went back to visit, I'd gone back again. But it was in the teens and it's like, let's go on a family trip. And I was kind of, you know, podcasts were kind of the thing. You know, some of the bigger ones like Be Our Guest and some others had started a couple of years beforehand, but not too much. So it was before the plethora of podcasts. 
but one was the Mickey Milers. And so listening to Mike Scopa and, and Michelle Scrivener McLean talk about, you know, and talk about run Disney uh, was interesting. And then my wife was starting to do, was starting to run at the same time. She was starting to run. She had just started, she had run some 5Ks and was just pushing out to 10K. So I looked on a, um, so I was running at about 53, 54 minutes to do my exercise. And I, I looked on an online treadmill calculator and I said, what is running on the flat at, you know, what, what is this equivalent to? So four miles, 12% grade is equivalent to 9.9 .9 kilometers. So my wife was going to go out and do a 10K and I'm like, can I go? Yeah. Do you mind if I go with you? Uh, I just want to see if this really is the same thing. And we went out and I'm like, yep, it's the same thing. So actually muscles are used differently, but cardiovascularly, it is the same thing. So I went out first time, ran a 10K in like 55 minutes. I'm like, I guess that's good. <laughs> um, so I got, uh, so with that, I got um, interested in Run Disney and I decided to go because as even though I grew up going to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disneyland's the best place ever. Um, so I signed up to go to do the second Star Wars um, half marathon. It was before it was the light side. Uh, so it was 2016. So I started running outside in tw 2015, went. Um, now at that point, I didn't know you don't have to actually run all out. <laughs> so that's probably also why I was really tired after my first half marathon training. But I went to Disneyland in early January, um, ran the 5K, ran the 10K. When I you know, got ready to run the half marathon, it was like, you know what? I think I'm going to try and take it easy. Let me set my interval for like 30-30 or something like that. And we went out. And I just cruised the whole morning. I mean, it's it's it was it was overcast, you know, it's it's warm, it's like 60, 65 degrees, and it's like just going through that. And then it got sunny towards the end. And I could I can still remember, you know, I had friends that were that were there that um, had been at Walt Disney World the week before, which was marathon weekend that had run dopey. And I can still remember running up to the finish line, not, not quite up to the finish, but the finish area, coming coming up to the Disneyland Hotel thinking. I feel like I could keep going. Now, I knew I couldn't run a full marathon the next day. And I knew I probably couldn't run another 13 miles. But that feeling made me think, you know what? I think I can, I think I could do this. So got home from that trip and I talked to my wife. And, um, you know, we, we worked it out financially because it was, you know, flying from England and things like that. Um, and so at that point, I never had any kind of like, oh no, what have I done? But it was like, this is going to take some doing. You know, I looked at the, the Galloway plan and I'm like, I'm really going to have to stick to a plan. And I had become involved with the Be Our Guest Lizards by that point. I had been the year, a little bit the year before, but was more in with the Mickey Milers. And that's who I kind of did the um, 2016 Disneyland races with. And there's, it was a smaller group, very, very welcoming. Some people that I'm still friends with to this day, but because of the size, it was kind of like, well, I'm going to, you know, there was, there wasn't big groups to find somebody to run with. And there wasn't, there was a couple of times where there was a meal and a meetup and things like that, but I was 5,000 miles away from home and I was very, very lonely. Um, so there was, you know, it was, it was a hard time. So I'm like, but let me try this dopey thing and training so I started that and I kind of, I wrote to the lizards and I said, 
This is what I'm doing. I don't need necessarily need accountability. I don't feel the motive. I don't feel like I need to do that for motivation, but I don't want to be in this by myself. Does anybody want to kind of do a weekly training post and kind of talk about our training and where we are and things like that and any questions? And there was a surprising number of people that said, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. So I'm like, well, I can, I can do that. So I, I started that and we went all the way up. And I could still remember that 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 first weekend. I got I came to the states early. I think we came over for Christmas, and I think I might have driven down to Florida, or I might have flown. I think I flew down, but we had been here for a while, so I wasn't flying in from Britain. And I was at the studios, and both Mike Rahman and Scott were there. And I kind of looked to see they were posting something, and I'm like, oh, let me see if I could at least say hi. So I did, and they were like, oh, come come with us, you know, hang out with us for a little bit. And, you know, both were really, really kind, um, you know, and Scott pointed out the training posts and said how much he had enjoyed them. And I wasn't sure of how the weekend was going to go socially, um, but there were some people who were running with the group at that point who were still in the group, or just aren't as active as they were. And I remember thinking, I you know, remembering the loneliness of the races the previous time. And I, at the 5k, I said, you know, would you mind if I ran with you? And they're like, Oh no, sure. Please come run with us. You know, you know this is what we're doing. If you want to be with us, we, we'd love to have you. And that kind of set up a pattern that's, that's gone ever since, um, you know, that combined with, so that was the year that there was the big storm that knocked out the half marathon, that canceled it. But we knew that storm was coming for a week before. We knew this front was coming and we knew when it was going to hit. And I can still remember, I was sitting with, there was a Mickey Myler's meetup, so I was sitting with Mike Scopa and John Palke, who's the race announcer. It's, it's like four o'clock in the afternoon, walks by and Mike's like, hey, John, 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 come under. Is the race going ahead? And John was like, I have no idea. <laughs> um, and so we finished that. And I can remember I went over to World Showcase uh, we had a little bit of a meetup and I sat down with Ben and Kristen Lapp and, and it was the most beautiful night. Sun was setting, the weather's like, you know, January, but crisp air, 65, 70 degrees. It's dusk around World Showcase, which is the most beautiful place anyway. And, you know, just talking with them and getting to know somebody and kind of knowing, you know, about where Ben was and um, in his, you know, about what he was planning on doing for the marathon and all of that stuff. So after all this happened, that the, the half was canceled. But what, what this did is, is also I had become, um, through the training posts, it was uh, Julie Banwart's first marathon. Um, and she had been really responsive. And, you know, there was, you can kind of, you get into, you know, you, you, it's, it's like you guys, you kind of, you kind of get to know people kind of a little bit. And it's like, yeah, I think yeah. I could, I could run with that person or be friends with that person. So it really was, we found out the morning of the marathon, it was Julie, Ben, uh, Richard Worthington and I were all like, oh, we're all in the same crowd. We want to run together. And it's like, yeah, let's, let's, let's try this. You know, we kind of agree as what, what interval do we want to run. And so the, the one problem is because I think it was all of our first half marathon, our first marathons, we all knew how fast we could run normally. And it's like, well, let's try for like five hours, not knowing that, if you're going to try for five hours, I mean, we were, we got stuck between like run, walk, pacing groups. And it's like, 
we that were on different intervals than we were, but the same pace. So we bam into bash into the back of them and we pushed back. And it was really, really frustrating. I had, uh, I foolishly went to trails end the night before and I'm like, just have a little bit of chicken. No, I had like, Oh, give me all the fried chicken. So I was having really gastric distress and I was embarrassed about it. I didn't want to say, Hey, I need to stop. So we actually kind of, it was at Pascone alley and stuff like that. And we broke up and I was able to use some restrooms. And by the time I came out of animal kingdom, like six, seven miles later, I'm like, I feel great. I really feel good. I'm running up Osceola. I'm running by myself and I see Ben laughing in front of me. And I'm like, you know, I, I was tired, but I'm like, Hey, how you doing? You want to run together? And he was very gracious and you know, and we just, cranked through those miles and we, we yep. talked and we chatted the whole time and had a great time. And it was only like after that, that we realized that I realized looking at the results, Julie was like five minutes in front of us. And Richard was like three minutes in front of, in front of her. So the next year comes up and we're, we're meeting at Epcot the night before the, the expo. And I was talking with Julie and, you know, I mentioned the embarrassment about, and, and, and she's like, you know, and by that time, it's the second time I'm going through it. And it's like, you know, I realized it's something everybody deals with. And this is not a race for, unless you're in the first corral or in the front of the second corral, it's not one for speed. And it's like, so we had our expectations better. And I can still, we were walking out of Epcot and it's like, well, what do you want to run? I don't know. What do you want to run? I don't know. And it was like, well, let's just run together. And that was the year that it was really, really cold. So we saw Gene and Lonnie because they had the, they had the, um, I think that was the year you guys did the, um, the Little Mermaid stuff. Um, no, I, I don't know wait. what you're talking about. <laughs> wait, we have some pictures. We have some pictures have, of Lonnie and pictures. Gene dressed as Little Mermaids. No, well, no. I, it was King. It was King Triton and Prince Eric. So I, I, I still remember all you guys. Lonnie's so, my son-in-law. But, <laughs> yeah. So, but I, you know, we, Julie and I ran, I don't know if we ran all four. We definitely ran the half and the full together, but we have pictures of us like, and we were like, let's do this. Let's do the photo path stops. And we tried jumping every time and we were timing it. And there's ones of us crashing in together. We have some great ones. There's one where we are like hovering like five feet above the air. But for that one, or the, and there's like one or two others, there's like a dozen of us kind of laughing and, you know, like tripping over and stuff like that. But I think our next race post, you should give step-by-step um, -step instructions on how to do a jump pose. And, and I think that, that Jeff, you should, you should definitely be a part of that. I, I, I've got it down pat. I know, I know. So I think you guys, that should be a training post on how to properly jump for photos. I am five, one and three fourths on a good day. And this girl can't jump. Like I, I can't do it. I look you like gotta, well, when you're with by yourself, it's relatively easy. It's when you're with other people, you, it's the old lethal weapon thing. Is it one, two, three, or is it one, two, three, <laughs> then jump? You know, it's like, cause you got to settle that beforehand. Cause you, then you'll have like one person up and, you know, but, um, but the, yeah, but the, the training post, you know, I wrote the next year and I said, we did this last year. Is anybody interested? And I, and I ask every year and I'm always, I'm always expected to go for people to go. I think you've pretty much said everything you need to say, <laughs> but people are always like, yeah, let's keep going. So. Yeah. And Joe, I think those, 
bring everybody together too, right? Because you a lot of people open up about things that you just don't post about normally. And it's just really cool to see all the responses and you start to, you mentioned earlier, you know, get to know people and see if you want to run with them and that kind of stuff. You really get to see, you know, how people are in terms of their training, but also like personal life wise, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's really cool. And honestly, the only reason I signed up for the virtual half this year, because I know I can't go down for an in-person event was because I wanted to make sure I was taking part in those training oh, posts, right? And I know you can do them without um, without training, but I just feel like it was yeah. one of those things I wanted to do with the group. And it just, it, it's, it was the funnest part of training for the marathon was those discussions. Yeah, it, the, the, the I think it was like the, th I mean, there was stuff that came out um in the first couple of years. And then the, I think it was like the third year. It's like the heck with it. I'm just going to ask a really personal question. Um, and I can still remember I did. And there was no, I, I can, I, cause I was in this country. So I used to live in Britain. So there wouldn't be any response for like six hours until lunchtime for me. Cause it would be when everybody here woke up, but I was in this country and I asked it and there was nothing to like noon and I'm like, well, <laughs> it's the Homer Simpson gif where he's throwing the, you know, burn the bridge behind me. I guess that was, the, that was a good run. And somebody responded and I, I know who, and I, 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 I'm, I won't mention the subject or who it was, but somebody responded and then somebody else and then somebody else. And it just, and then people started to respond to each other and found resonance in these personal very moving moments. And it was at that point that I thought, you know, w through the rest of that training, there was a couple of other times. And then the next year, I didn't want to deceive anybody. So I said, you know, I did this not as an experiment, but I just, it just kind of came to mind. But I, you know, I, I'm going to let you know in advance that I'm going to do this. And I always say, you know, and it's, and I feel this very only share that which you're comfortable with, but also know that if you do, whatever you share will be met with love and respect. Um, you know, and I would hope, and because of the, the breadth of our group and the, the breadth of experience, I think you'll find that there are people, maybe not that can help you because we're, you know, it's, we're not trying to solve, you're not looking, most, most times people will share something like that. They're not looking for a problem. They're not looking for a solution to a problem. They're just looking for somebody to say, I see you and I love you. And it might not be in those words, but I think the feeling behind so much of what is said are those things. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's a real privilege to do the training posts. Um, it's, you know, there's a, there's things that repeat every year and there's technical things like hydration and nutrition, stuff we need to, to go over. So things change and there's new people in and out. Um, but, you know, it is, it is, it, yeah, it is a real privilege that people trust me and trust the group enough to kind of respond to something I have written with 
a great amount of honesty that I don't see in a lot of other places. Yeah, yeah, just, I, I, I agree. Just reading those posts, and, and I remember some of the personal posts. And I guess you kind of never want to be the first person, but once you see, then you realize you're in, you're in a safe space, right? And you can share those mm -hmm. things. And I look forward to every Sunday reading your post and commenting on your post. And, and usually I, I, I will say something, um, oh, but I get, I always get something from it. Always get something from it, right? And um, so uh, be it the nutrition or just personal things and challenges to let me know that I'm not alone in this thing, right? I mean, it's a, it's, it's, I think the, the whole pandemic and stuff, I think that's why your posts too were so impactful because people were going through stuff and it's like they're by themselves, right? <laughs> you, you were inside, you couldn't get out and, you know, and running is kind of like a solitary thing, right? You, you say you want to, when, you, when you're training for dope things. Uh, so thank you so much for putting those posts down. I think it, it means, and posting them, it means yeah. a ton to a lot of people. I know it means it to, to us here too. So I would suggest anybody who needs motivation, who needs to just, um, know that you're not by yourself you know we we've all of us are lizards we talk about it all the time the group is so open so supportive i think we're fortunate enough to be as big as we are but yet be so supportive that we don't have i mean there's stuff in smaller groups that we don't have yeah. uh, because everybody's so positive and i think you being the leader of that post kind of puts that out there so thank you for that, yeah. and, and John that. And he's a michigan fan yeah, even John, I mean, you don't know about that. So, so well, I, I mean, I always say, you know, I'm, I'm touched by that. And, and it, I, I always, and I mean this, I get so much more than out of it than what I put into it. Um, you know, it's, you know, sometimes staring at a screen going, what am I going to write? <laughs> you know, but something will come, something will come about. And some, you know, but it's, it's, as I said, I, I the the friendships and the yeah the rewards that i've i've gained from both from the post but also the friendships built through it are just i i are unbelievable you know if you would have said starting this you know whatever it was in in, in 2016 oh this is where you're going to be uh, you know i i didn't even have the you know, you know, I know what good friends are and things like that, but I, 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 I couldn't even comprehend it. You know, so. yeah. 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 in particular, because like, we teach all the time about like you know these are strangers on the internet, which is exactly what we tell our children to avoid, and then we're like, yeah, go meet these strangers from the internet. And um, but it's I do I agree. You can build some fantastic friendships, and you can be there to support each other, even if someone's like, hey, I had a bad run today. We've all had bad runs. We all can, you know. Yeah, whatever it is, but I, I, I think we all absolutely, Joe, appreciate what you put into that. We very thankful for it because it is one of my favorite things to look at too. So, um, but I know, I know. Sorry, Bonnie, did you have something you want, or uh, Gene, one of you wanted to ask something? I, yeah, I just, I just want to say that um, I, he doesn't want to take credit for it, but, but Joe, if you were talking about the the sort of personal posts and, and somebody finally answered and, and he didn't want to take credit for it, but it, but I remember it was Lonnie and he talked about a specific rash and it didn't have anything to do with money. It was even running related. And he just, the courage for him to put that out there and get everybody going. It was really, I just, I just commend him for that. So, so thank you, Gene, for that. And speaking of that, so uh, runs, right? So let's get back to the, the running aspect of it. We coming up week, week eight. 
We know that week eight's a, a bad one for Gene because when he runs in the heat, you know what happens. But, you know, let's talk about, you know, <laughs> week eight training. So uh, what do we have going for Jeff and, and Gene? Payback, man. Just payback. <laughs> All right, Jody, would you All like right. to share what our running plan is? For- I don't even know what that was, Lonnie. Jody has it. I, I don't remember it off the top of my head. It's a, it's a shorter week this week, right? Or is it a – No. Is it finishes with nine? It finishes with nine. It's a typical – for those doing Dopey, um, it's 45, 45, and then it's nine. And I'm so sorry that I don't have the other uh, it's 30, 39, yeah, um, yep. plans in front of me, but uh, that's that's the dope one, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's 30, 30s for the other and, and yep. nine for everybody, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, really well, I just have a question, and I know we're, we're going long, but I have one one question, Joe, because I, I know a little bit of this, so but I'm not gonna spill beans here, but. You're known in the lizard group for your absolutely incredible costumes. So um, without going through each year telling us, why don't you share maybe one or two of your favorite costumes? Now, you can, we're not going to ask you to tell us what you've got planned for this year. We'll let you keep it under under wraps. So, uh, I'm, I'm not a costume <laughs> guy. I mean, I can still remember going to Disneyland. I'm like, what? What is going on? So wait, Just Joe. Every now and then, every you now don't and then, like, I get hit. Go ahead. I was gonna say you don't. You're not a costume guy, and you hate running. No. But you're <laughs> the leader of a running group, and you have amazing costumes. I have, and I, I have ideas. And there was a um, there was a play about Robert Oppenheimer, the the father of the atomic bomb, and the central core of the play was something he wrestled with: is when you have the idea of something that is achievable, is it possible? to stop it from happening. And he was at that point talking about a, a, a fission nuclear device. So there are times where I have an idea of something and I'm like, and I have a theatrical, I have, a, I studied theater design as an undergraduate. So I, and I have a very good sense of what I'm capable of. And then more importantly, of what my wife is capable of as far as sewing. <laughs> Because I can design, I'm, you know, I, I study design. I know how to design. I cannot sew. I can put it, you know, I can do a seam and, and you know, hand stitch a little bit. I can't sew it. So, um, so, so I just get ideas. Like everybody thinks of me. I mean, the, the big one that I did was the Dreamfinder and Figment. Mm-hmm. And people think that I'm a big, big fan of Dreamfinder and Figment. And, I, and I'm not. I just... <laughs> I, I can still remember I was I returned from um, one marathon weekend. It was the next Saturday. I'm sitting at the pool where, where my, my son has a swim lesson. And I'm like, you know, I was thinking back to the weekend. And I'm like, I wonder if anybody's ever done a Dream Finder outfit. And I look it up. And there's a guy who did a, um, who did a, it's interesting that Figment always, Figment's left hand is puppeted with the left hand, which is really weird. But anytime I talk about Figment, he kind of comes to life on my hand. Um, He had done a paper mache Figment that was trying to be really photorealistic. And it's amazing. But it's paper mache. It's static. And I'm like, I wonder if I could make a a puppet version of that. So that started a year process of doing that. And it was more, I had the idea. And I'm like, I know I can probably figure this out. And I figured it out. So, you know... 
there's there's some fun and then like the you know i i said this years ago oh it's interesting that there are four scenes in carousel of progress and there are four or four races um so so the, those those last year were fun but i mean uh, you know i brought back some other ones i i do want to i i know that i if i make another figment i can make it probably five times better than the figment i've made before and i thought about doing that this summer it takes it it costs an incredible amount of money especially when i need to ship it all to england all of the kind of the, the mixing gels and all of this stuff. And it's like, it's like casting. You have to make a positive and then a negative and then a positive of that. And then a negative. It's like, why am I doing this over and over again? And then when you're doing it, it's like, Oh yeah, I can see this is the only way you could possibly do this. Um, so the figment figment and the dream finder will return at some point. I don't think it's going to be January considering I haven't started making another figment. Um, but I just get it just every now and then, like last year, it was really November where I'm like, Oh yeah, Carousel of Progress. So I I don't I don't have any plans, and it's kind of like the training post. There's times where I'm like, you I'm like part of me is going, oh no, I don't have anything, and it's like you got to trust the process. <laughs> Just got to trust that something's going to come, something's going to pop up in your head, and you're going to go, oh yeah, I can do that. Well, we're always very impressed with with your yeah. costumes. I'm I'm lucky to have a shirt that matches my skirt and call that a good. <laughs> so um, I. I'm anxiously excited to see what you have planned for this year. Yeah. Well, I do feel the pressure. There's going to be one year where it's going to be like, I do have an idea. I have a coda, which is kind of a, you know, a, you know, musical kind of callback. Um, I do have a coda idea for this year, but I usually only do two because I don't really want to do it for the half and the full, the, the carousel progress stuff was different because I do have the tech shirt and stuff like that. So I usually only have to do two. So. Um, I, I do have one idea for for this year um, that should be really easy to choose. So, um, but I have some other ideas that I talked about. Uh, yeah, but I have one that nobody will get. That there's I, there's going to be like one person. There's going to be like two person on the course that go, "Hey, you're that guy," and I'm like, "Thank you." <laughs> so, I always wanted to do group costumes, and nobody else is interested in doing it. I, my big one is Citizens of Spaceship Earth. I want to have, you know, I always said Mike Bankhead should be, um, well, it, it used to be Sophocles, is it, you know, the the, the Greek teacher. I yeah. would like to be, um, I'd like to to be Gutenberg, you know, with the tights and the, the big, you know, that, that overly elaborate kind of half wool, half kind of whatever, and the little cap and stuff. And, there, there are, unfortunately, there are not a lot of women. Once you start going through Spaceship Earth, like looking for costume ideas, it's like, there aren't a lot of women in this 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 attraction, is there? There's like one cave woman, and then there's the Pharaoh's wife, and then there's the lute player. I forget which one, one's playing the lute and one's playing the, the lyre or something like that, but. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't do costumes, so you lost me on that one. But <laughs> I am impressed with the figment one. That was my favorite. Yeah. I will say that. That was fun. That was that was. I was so worried about that. The whole. I didn't know I could get in through security. I didn't know security was going to let me through. You know, and I don't know that I would get through it now. Going through the um the, the metal detector security because. I mean, I think they just thought it was because I, I held him very straight. Uh, I don't think they knew my hand was in it. Most, I mean, most people didn't know my hand was in it because I have a fake hand. 
they just thought it was something I was carrying, like a big, like stuffed thing. Um, so crazy. <laughs> well, we well, appreciate Joe. you coming on, Joe, and talking with yeah. us. And yeah, thank you, Joe. Bestowing your wisdom. My pleasure. Appreciate it for everybody for listening. We know we ran a little long today, but we've got a lot of good information that's coming out of this. So we appreciate everybody for hanging in here. Um, if anybody else is interested in joining us and talking about why they do this and why they fly south with the ducks, just let us know. Message one of us and we'll get a hold of you. And for the rest of the hopes, we appreciate it and have a good night, everybody. And remember, forward is a pace. For sure. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Joe. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thank you, everybody. Joe, man. Man, the myth, the legend. Thanks, Joe. Woo! <laughs>